Welcome to the Chicago Golf Report Podcast, brought to you by ChicagoGolfReport.com, covering everything golf in Chicago. Our guest this episode is Mike Tate, who is a 31-year PGA professional and the owner of SMT Golf. In addition to being a golf professional, Mike is a club manufacturing expert, and his company SMT Golf has produced a number of top clubs for multiple Remax World Long Drive champions. Mike is also helping to redefine the golf outing business through SMT Golf Outing Services, which provides entertainment and fundraising for golf events. You can learn more about Mike's services at smtgolf.com and smtgolfoutings.com. Then let's segue then into the uh, golf outing business. Can you talk a little bit about SMT Golf Outings and kind of what uh, what that involves, and, and it's, I know you've recently announced a, a new deal with Ruffled Feathers and a few other courses, so talk a little bit about that that part of the business. Right. I've never uh, never really thought about going after you know you know my old uh, brethren, if you will. Um, started it um, just over a year and a half ago. Uh, last year we made uh, just over two hundred thousand dollars. For charities, corporations, uh, private outings, um, try to do it a little bit differently. I've never been a big fan of of how golf outings are run. I mean, they always just seem so um, boring, for lack of another word. You know, they ask me to sit in on committees now, and they ask me to sit in and help them with their marketing. And and again, 31 years of being in the PGA here in town, um, I'm surprised that at you know, here's the men's long drive hole. Here's the women's long drive hole, and I'm thinking, how many how many people in a in a standard outing can win that? You know, maybe three, maybe three of the guys can win it. Maybe three of the women can do it. I'm thinking, what does everybody else do? I mean, how much fun is that for them? They have uh, hole in one holes. Realistically, you know, when three percent of the people in the outing actually hit the green, let alone hit it, you know, in the hole. I mean, the cars look nice and that type of thing, and it's it's really, but everybody's doing it. So we decided to do everything different. Um, we keep everyone involved. Instead of just asking for money from sponsors for the typical uh, boring hole sign, you know, $100 gets you a hole sign, we try to get the sponsors involved. We have a couple different programs where we actually um, get sponsors on what we call our America's Ticket and that is then handed out to every player. It actually ends up on their refrigerator for quite a long time because there's special offers from the sponsors. So they actually see a return on investment. In other words, I never wanted to ask for money without giving something back. And it's the same thing that we do on our whole games. So last year we had last year we had two games that we, we provided. We provided a par three trick shot show thing that I did. And we provided a par four long drive champion who would hit balls in the par four, and we uh, secured two hundred ten thousand for the charities. This year we have twenty games that we've created, and we've already far sur- you know far surpassed that number um, for all of these outings already. Everybody's called us back, and and everybody's picked us up. You know, seen what we do, and it's just really very interesting. Um, but if we ask for money on a hole, in other words, if we ask for $10 on a hole, we give that player back something of value. In other words, we'll give them free golf clubs, we'll give them free golf uh, dinner uh, discounts, 
Uh, every time we ask for money, we're giving something back. It's a non-competitive situation. I've never liked beat the pro. I never wanted to compete with anybody. Um, if we make, uh, if I make a hole in one on the par three with my trick shot show, you know, where I'm hitting balls with uh, putters or hammers or baseball bats or, you know, drivers off of a seven-foot tee, um, we give everybody in that group a $500 golf spending spree card. Same thing with our long driver. If the long driver makes a hole in one on the par four, uh, same thing. Everybody in that group gets a $500 golf spending spree card. So always giving back. So by the time the day is over, uh, every golfer in whatever outing it would happen to be, Special Olympics or juvenile diabetes or whatever it happens to be, will end up with $500 to $1,000 worth of gifts from us. And we've created a way to do it for the golf outings at no cost. First, talk about uh, the America's Ticket. What does that include? The America's Ticket is a, is a, it's a it's a two pronged piece. It's a it's an actual uh, card size. It's four inches by eight and a half inches card stock, full color printing on both sides. Created this card for two reasons because I I think that there's only two things that I can bring to any golf outing. I can bring value to the golfers that play in the golf outing, which would then make the value for playing in that particular golf outing better, then I would make the field larger, and then I can bring money to the organization. Those are the only two things that I'm really trying to achieve every golf outing that I go to. So the America's Ticket is a product where the the front of the card shows the name of the event, has their big logo on it, and it shows each player uh, is given one. It shows them what is included in their day's uh, outing. You know, it might be any one of our games. It might be the par three trick shot show. It might be the guess the distance. It might be the floating boat. Whatever, whatever games that they happen to choose. You know, your special day includes. It might be mulligans. It might be raffle tickets. It might be lunch, dinner, whatever. And we have that all listed on the front. But on the back of the card, and this is where the money comes in for the golf outing is they sell sponsorships. It could be one or it could be 100 sponsors on the back of the card. It doesn't matter to us. Um, We create all color logos on the back of that, brought to you today by Henry Ford or whatever it happens to be. And then we recommend that they get every sponsor, whether it's one or 100, to give something back, give these people a reason to come back in to... Henry Ford in this case, to redeem that coupon or certificate towards service, a free oil change, two-for-one-off dinners or appetizers. And that way, there's a return on investment for that sponsor. Because whole signs, which is the typical easiest sponsorship to acquire, nobody reads that stuff really, and, and there's no you know trip insurance is just out there. I mean, everybody sees them, they're used to seeing them, and nobody really cares. But there's no way that they can get a return on that investment. So if, if our sponsors end up seeing people come back into their place um, with these cards, it makes it much easier for the, for the golf outing to have those people sign up again next year. Yeah, that, that's very interesting. Um, I guess it... Could you describe your relationship with Ruffled Feathers, uh, Ruffled Feathers Golf Club in Lamont, and 
what uh, what kind of these services, you know, you have the America's Ticket and the way you're bringing all these uh, different sponsors together and kind of a- activating on that much of it more efficiently than has been out there. You also have your entertainment component where you're, you know, you're doing your events or your, you know, your trick shot style stuff. Is, are you providing all of those services to a club like Ruffled Feathers in their outings or like what would be the sort of the 30,000 foot view of what your service, what SMT Golf and your event service provides? Yeah, um, Ruffled Feathers, I, I happen to be out there for the, the uh, Lamont Sertoma golf outing. You know, we just, I happen to have my crew out there and we were on three holes and I just happened to be on the 10th hole, which was right by the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. You know, we had our golf ball gun on one of the holes, which is something I mean, nobody else has and nobody's ever seen. And we had our scattered flags on another hole where $60,000 in prizes in the fairway. And I just happened to be dealing blackjack on the 10th hole. And uh, they had a big corporate meeting up there in the clubhouse. And it was hot, and they were looking down, and they saw us, and we were just, you know, just doing what we do, horsing around with people, and everybody's having a good time and laughing. And and uh, they came down. I, I didn't realize who it was, but uh, they had come down and had seen. They, they were watching what I was doing up there, and had come down and was talking for a little bit, and. Uh, we talked about the golf business. We talked about the golf outing business. I thought I just thought I was talking to another golfer. And uh, 15 minutes later, um, it was Rick Deloach, uh, the senior vice president of operations for Eagle Golf, just happened to be in town. He handed me his card, and he said, uh, you know, "We need what you do here." I said, "Well, we do it for all you know everywhere." And I, I laughed at them and I said, "You know, did I say anything stupid? You know, during while we were talking?" And um, he was laughing and. People you know, kept coming up, of course, because every seven or eight minutes I'd see another group. And uh, he said the, the whole golf industry, I mean, he said he's never seen anything like this. Then he heard about the golf ball gun on one of the holes and took a ride out there, and he came back just in shock. He, just, he couldn't believe the money that we were collecting for it and uh, asked me in. So I came in for a meeting with Lisa and uh, – they said, you know, it's it's a it's a perfect it's a perfect relationship, really. Um, I I don't I don't sell or compete with the golf courses. I help the golf courses to increase their value to the golf outing. In other words, I firmly believe, and, and again, maybe it's after all these years, I firmly believe that golf outings are looking. First, they look for a fancy golf course. They'd like to have a fancy golf course, but then they get hit with a price, and then they they kind of you know wince up a little bit and shrug their shoulders and say, "Well, let's look at our second choice." Now it becomes now it becomes look, we want to play June 16th. Let's find a place to play because everything's budgeted. And I really, truly, firmly believe that they could go anywhere on June 16th but they have their list of preferences. But now if a place now like Ruffled Feathers or Blackberry Oaks or Whitetail Ridge, who also happens to be an Eagle Golf property, um, says, look, look, here's what we have, you know, here, and hands out my trifold brochure. You know, these guys will come out. They'll put on whatever games you choose. They have 20 games. You just check whatever you like, whatever you think looks good. Call them. They'll talk with you about it. They come out, they give all of your players participation gifts. Your players leave with 
500 to $1,000 worth of gifts, every single one of them, costs you nothing. At the end of the day, we give you money. You know, they'll literally pour a pile of money on the table. It helps the golf course. It'll help a place like Ruffled Feathers that has now has another hook, another way to offer value to the golf outing who happens to be contacting Ruffled Feathers. It doesn't hurt that Ruffled Feathers is a magnificent facility. Um, but now it's just it's a really nice add-on feature because now we do all the work that the golf outing committees and their volunteers can't or don't want to do. That's such a great idea, the way you're taking and you're kind of um, accentuating a lot of the things that have become stale, especially about golf outings, because you're right. There is such a big disparity between the, the few people who can compete for certain prizes and the few people who are decent golfers who go out and you know can enjoy themselves while the other people have to kind of find other ways to right. pacify themselves. So you being out yeah. there and... In, in doing all these different uh, things, um, uh, one question I had, what exactly is a golf ball gun? <laughs> well, you know, it's a long winter here in Chicago. Of course. <laughs> and, I've, heard uh, of, I've heard of potato shooting guns where they shoot potatoes. Is it the same concept or a little similar, different? It's similar. It's a modified, you know, and again, this, this, goes into the, this goes into that long drive thing. You know, I mean, how many people can win the long drive thing? And 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 how many of those goofy trophies does this one guy need? You know, he plays in six mm-hmm. outings a year, and he's got six prizes from that. But um, it's a modified uh, paintball gun, and um, depending on how the situation is, weather, tee box, green, I mean, this thing will shoot certainly well over 400 yards. Um, but it, it completely levels the playing field. So young or old, male or female, uh, handicapped or not, it doesn't care. Um, I got the idea of uh, doing a golf ball drop, you know, the helicopter golf ball mm-hmm. drop for one group. And the seven-year-old of me thought it was cool. You know, the helicopter came over, and I thought it was cool. And you know, we sold all the golf balls, marked them up, and this guy poured them all out. But as he was flying over, it was a bad weather day. And so he had to fly below the clouds, and it it actually blew up all the grass clippings, and it actually blew up the driving range mats. <laughs> it was a little dangerous. And, and of course, the women in the golf outing, they had their hair, you know, their hair was now messed up, and people were losing hats. And I'm thinking, this isn't the way people wanted to start the day. Besides the fact that now, like idiots, we had to go out there and sift through all these balls and find out which one was, the, you know, in the bottom of that hole. Uh-huh. Um, then clean everything up. And I'm thinking... That whole thing only lasted five minutes. So um, I thought there had to be a way to um, do the same thing. And I I originally wanted to do it, you know, with the slingshot. You know how they would slingshot T-shirts into the crowd at uh, minor league baseball games. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, oh, man, I don't want, you know, the liability. I don't want people doing that. You know, how far would it really go? And so I came up with this watching a paintball a YouTube paintball thing. So modified a paintball gun, loaded it up, and numbered the balls. We originally started off with numbering the balls. Closest to the pin on a par four wins the prize. So we had a bazillion numbered balls out there, and everyone's shooting balls, laughing, loving it, <laughs> and it worked out perfect. And uh, so people who want a golf ball drop, we do it this way because you know, sure as you're standing here, 
you know, Mary Jones gets up there and shoots the first ball poorly because she doesn't get trajectory. Mary, go on, hurry up, go back, buy another ball. You know, we buy, we sell the second ball at half off for the charity. She shoots the second ball. She'll shoot the second ball equally bad. She'll run right back because now, now her other partner in her group is shooting. She'll buy a third ball, something she never would have done in the golf ball drop from the helicopter, mm-hmm. and shoots it a third time. So now she's got three golf balls, you know, that are representing her out there. And uh, the charities have found that we're actually making two and a half times on average what they would have made with their golf ball drop, and people actually have an interactive way to do it. So are the people themselves actually shooting the gun? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. People are going, I mean, they just go nuts. And, what, and did you, have you done that at different events at uh, Ruffle Feathers yet? Uh, we we did it at the one event that day. In fact, we just you know, Lisa just sent over a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, the next outings coming up, so we're contacting all of them. But virtually every outing that we have, and we have five in a row starting tomorrow. Uh, every one of them has the golf ball gun there. I mean, they've all they've all heard about it, or they've played an event where they've seen it. Mm-hmm. You know, can you bring that to our outing? Can you bring that to our outing? Is always the the thing that we hear. So I hope you're working on a patent or trademark for that because it sounds like a great idea. Yeah, everyone says that, and I'm thinking, you know, I I never really, I never (laughs) really, really thought about it, and it's just, it's just such a blast. I mean, it levels the playing field, but I mean, there's so many different ways to go with it. So you know, we've actually, uh, we've got long barrels, we've got short barrels, you know, because it's there's no spin on the ball. It's just a giant puff of air. And so the ball kind of knuckles as it comes out, so there's a little bit of a wiggle, a little bit of a shake to it. And You know, when they miss the fairway, you know, we have a second ball is half off. You know, it's not $10 for the second, it's $5 for the second ball. So a lot of guys shoot it again, you know, and it's, of course, the money goes to, you know, the charities. And I mean, the money we, that's created is pretty staggering. In Indianapolis, we set a record, a uh, one-day record of $25,000 for the Dean Golf for Kids. And... Uh, we're shocked. I mean, just shocked. I was, you know, so happy to be part of it over at the Brickyard. Four days later, uh, in St. Louis, uh, the Gene Slays Boys Club, we helped. We were part of the $250,000 day. Well, and it, it's such a great idea on on so many different levels. Like you <laughs> said, you you don't bring in, you know, the whole concept of what you're doing with these 22 different games because you're not asking the courses for anything additionally. You right. know, which which is hard on them. You're providing more value to the people out there because, like you said, they're they're all going home with a lot of value that they right. wouldn't have gotten before. And thirdly, I think that most people out there are starving to have a good time, you know, in a golf course. And and a lot of people who play in in different outings like this, they don't, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who don't play very often, so they're nervous and, you know, they they're kind of have a little bit of trepidation. So if you're able to go out there and and to be able to have the gun or be able to play blackjack or any one of the other events and things that you can offer on a course and right. bring that fun beyond just, you know, the typical, uh, you know, typical things you'll see in an outing, I mean, that's that's terrific. I think yeah. it's, it's been Thank stagnant you. probably in the golf outing business for so long that I think maybe that the thinking and looking at it as like a seven-year-old <laughs> probably is the way to go. <laughs> I, you know, I think it is, and then you know the, the golf courses are thrilled because then all these people talk, and then they'll bring their friends next year, and then that's good for the golf course because next year's numbers are up. I mean, just mm-hmm. last weekend, uh, right here in town, the Oswego Chamber had their golf outing, 
and they followed my, I had two steps. I said, do this, and this will happen. Do this, and this will happen. And they did it. And they're really one of the only groups so far this year that have followed both steps. Mm-hmm. Usually an outing will follow one step, or they'll follow uh, no steps, which surprises me. I mean, they'll bring me in to do it, but they won't tell anybody that I'm there. But the Oswego Chamber literally did it right, and they were up 32% over last year in number of players because they advertise it the way I told them to advertise it and uh, way up in cash flow. So the golf course is thrilled because their numbers are up. They're thrilled because they're making more money, and, and, and everybody wins. And everybody sends out – in fact, I just – I put the uh, – I put word for word. I wrote uh, in my uh, – on the website, I wrote down his uh, his letter that he had written to me in the testimonial. And I, th- I think you hit a- upon the really important point there uh, with regard to the old school thinking, because you're, you're exactly right. That type of give me without getting anything back from either right. the on the consumer side or on the business side is just there's been a huge shift in the last five to ten years in in the information society that we're in where it's kind of flipped the other side and now the consumer and the, the has the has the power and you know I'm in the online marketing business and you know the first thing that uh, you have to get out of your mind is the fact that to, to ask before you get you know mm-hmm. now it's you have to give before you get you know whether right. it's giving information or giving product or giving something people have to get something and I think like you said that that old way of thinking that people still put out there and I would imagine in a you know like you said in an environment where somebody's taking over a golf outing that they just don't want to be involved with then they probably don't even get to that level of thinking where you know we can give and still get and we can still provide and right you know that's definitely why I think the opportunity for you is yeah I mean it's just you know they just don't want this thing to go upside down on their watch yeah you know, Jenny's on maternity leave I have to do it holy cow I better not booger this thing up mm-hmm um, so we're going to do the same thing as last year. I'm going to cross my fingers for a sunny 78-degree day, and we'll run at the same golf course, and let's go, that type of thing. Kind right. Of like all the yeah. people who were in it last year. You know, And it's amazing when you hear that. Um, but then but then somebody in the meantime will will play in an outing where I am, and, mm-hmm. and I hand out my trifold to everybody that comes out. You know, I introduce myself. We shake hands with everybody. Make sure they have a good time. Make sure they know what we're doing. And then inevitably we get a call from someone. Hey, you know, I, I know you had talked to me, but, you know, John, ha- you know, my boss happened to play in an outing where you were, and he handed me your, yeah, maybe we can talk now. <laughs> and it's it's just kind of funny. You know, it's like they don't believe me the first time around. but Sure. And, and then yeah. it's fine. Because when the dust settles, it's really about, it's really about only two things, building value for the golfers because that increases the number of golfers and making them money. This has been the Chicago Golf Report podcast. Visit chicagogolfreport.com right now for exclusive discount offers, Chicago golf news, and in-depth event listings.